Hello and welcome to Unfiltered with Alexandra, a show for anyone interested in healthy lifestyle and positive mindset. Broaden your perspective by listening into casual conversations and unfiltered real talk I have with people that inspire me. Many of them I've met on my travels around the world. Welcome back to a new episode of my podcast, Unfiltered Conversations. Meet Malou. She is a life purpose coach supporting social entrepreneurs and eco heroes in their quest of cultivating confidence and shine online. Instagram is her platform of choice to build community and audience through her authentic style and storytelling knowledge. Together with her husband Shagger, she creates content and tells the real stories of their life along the way. We had a beautiful conversation about minimalism, the art of happiness, and being the creator of your own life. Maybe you're on the road somewhere, working out or cozied up on your couch. Enjoy today's episode. It was a great conversation to have and I love sharing this with you. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, it would mean the world to me if you hit the subscribe button and share it within your community. I come to you every Wednesday with a new episode. Thank you so much for accepting my invitation to be my guest. Um, I'm going to give you a little bit of space so you can introduce yourself uh, a little Mm -hmm. bit more to the audience. Um, I am more than grateful. Let me just explain to the people that are listening in. uh, We are both on the island of Curacao, but... (laughs) each on the far end probably <laughs> so we're in the same time zone so there is no you know obstruction from one is talking in the morning one is talking in the evening because i've already had these ones we are exactly okay. in the same time zone and in exactly the same climate from curacao to curacao <laughs> from alex to malu welcome yes. uh, to the unfiltered conversations i love being here thank you so much for having me you're welcome. Would you like to introduce yourself a little bit to the audience? Uh, like, who yeah. is Malou? And yeah, well, just about you and maybe a little bit about how you got on this beautiful island. How did you get here by plane besides that? By plane. Yes, yes, yes. If there was another way, I would definitely have chosen that one. Um... Well, my name is Malou. I'm from the Netherlands, from the south of the Netherlands, and I'm 32 years old. So I'm doing this usual thing, like saying how old I am, where, am I, where I'm from. Um, and the thing is, I got here on the island first five, almost six years ago, and then I met my husband. And um, we got married last year, November, so we decided to start our world trip here on the island and we wanted to stay for three months but this took a bit longer so we're already too long actually but um yeah the situation is keeping us here and it's all good and we love the vibes and everything we have such amazing things to do so that's a good thing except for the lockdown of course um so yeah that's the reason why i'm still here and the plan is to travel again soon. 
traveling soon again together with your husband Shaggy or Shagar. Um, yes. We met um, just before your wedding through, I can say your favorite platform. I think I can definitely say that Instagram is known to be a little bit your favorite uh, platform to work on, work with and connect with people around. Uh, well, this is how we met last year just by you liking a photo of me or commenting on a photo and I got into the DMs, getting in touch. And since then we have uh, quite often crossed our paths. And our work is as well a little bit, um, I think crossing over. Uh, you're as well a coach. Uh, next to being a coach, um, can you explain a little bit more about the work that you do and maybe do together uh, with your dear darling husband? Yeah, sure. Um, well, I am a life purpose coach and I have my business Minimal You and I launched a new program actually yesterday. Yesterday was the start of a new program. It's called Story Selling in which I take the social entrepreneurs and eco heroes on this planet. So you can say the coaches, um, yoga teachers, huh? you are mm -hmm. definitely a social entrepreneur for me. But also the eco-heroes, the ones who have secondhand stores or are working on um, zero-waste projects. Mm. I really would love to put these uh, people and businesses in the spotlight. So what I'm teaching them is um, how to use Instagram for the good and how to start storytelling and eventually turn this into story selling. And mm. this is a whole process. And that's what I love the most about it, because in the beginning, we are really deep diving into what's the difference between your true self and your ego. And as soon as people realize that they are able to manage their ego, um, a whole world, a whole new world is opening up for them. At least it was for me and the people I talk to. Yes, I just noticed that's the thing. And that's what I really love about this program and also the way I coach um, because I truly believe as soon as you realize what the ego can do and how you can make sure um, that you are the boss instead of the ego being the boss mm. um, yeah I think your life completely changes so that's one part so the minimal you part is the story selling program and I'm also a content creator. So I'm a photographer and my husband is a videographer. And we both, um, yeah, we travel and we create content. So that can mean that we stay in different hotels and in exchange, we create content, for example. But we also create content for businesses and personal brands. And next to that... <laughs> Yes, I'm a manifesting generator, so I <laughs> do a lot. Um, next to that, I'm launching a YouTube platform for children from six to nine as of September. It's an international platform, but we are also launching a Dutch platform. And this is via YouTube to teach younger children how to start their week right with meditation, affirmations, visualization, exercise, like Miracle Morning. Yeah. That's what we are going to put into a digital platform for the children. And it's called Club Omni. So that's very all very exciting. But 
eventually it's all with the same purpose. My purpose really is to put these people in the spotlight and to create a better world together with the people who have the best intentions for people, nature, animals. Yeah, that's the people I really, really love to connect with and to work with and to, yeah. Just to connect that. the whole beautiful world <laughs> together. This is really beautiful to hear that although there are so many different, different modalities in uh, the kind of work that you put out there and how you work with the people together, uh, they still all have that same link. So they link in somehow uh, always together, but you can almost say from, hey, it's different groups. You know, the children, it's going to be a little bit different of an age group, but the purpose behind it is exactly mm -hmm. the same as for uh, the yeah. eco-warriors or, you know, for the social entrepreneurs. How does this all came to a start, you know, I'm always very curious, but what was it that made you go into that direction? Was it like the um, minimalism or when you were still living in the Netherlands, uh, you know, up until like last year, basically, it's not that long ago yet. Um, what was the spark for you and maybe together with uh, Shagar to, to make a start in this direction and to create a life around your dreams because this is basically what it is yeah that's definitely what it is um well in 2010 and i will put the whole story here because that makes mm -hmm. sense yeah <laughs> in 2010 i went to Sur suriname in the south of america yeah. and there i flew to the to the jungle like with a really small plane and we needed to land on grass you you can imagine what it's like i really felt like Pocahontas. and when i arrived in the jungle i met the local people and the local people who have never seen television who are making their own boats out of trees who are washing their clothes in the river and i saw such big smiles on their faces Really, the vibes were so good that I felt like I don't want to go back to Europe. I don't want to go back to a life with a clock and my phone addiction. I mean, 2010, right? That was the moment when that WhatsApp came came up, I think. Yeah. yeah. That really was already a real thing. And I was like, I just don't want that. I just really don't want that. And at that moment, I was studying to become a primary school teacher. So I was getting my bachelor in education um and after finishing that i just um ended up in a job for hr in a huge american company so i was really living the corporate life so that was such a big difference but suriname was still in the back of my head somehow mm. yeah and I was constantly thinking, is this is and is this it? I was getting used to the beautiful apartment and the good salary and working more than 40 hours and going on holidays to take a rest. I was like, or, or calm the mind. I was like, no, this is not what I want. This is absolutely not what I want. I want to live a purposeful, meaningful, free, exciting, happy life. And well, I manifested of course, many reasons to get into that life. I will not um, go that direction because the story will be way too long. 
but eventually I was like, I'm going to make a deep dive. And I went on a retreat and I went to that retreat to check, is this something I really desire or is it just a thought coming up? Is it really that I do want to start a business or is this just something because people tell me I, I should yeah. be um, an entrepreneur? And then I, then I found out it's really what I desire. And um, at the same time, I was watching the movie Minimalism. You know the documentary? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I was like, this is me. This really is me. And then Suriname came up again. And I was like, yes, I need to do something with this. So at the beginning of Minimal You, that's already three years ago, I wanted to become a minimalism coach and to teach people about how beautiful life can be if we stop buying things and focusing on everything outside of ourselves. Mm. But I couldn't just find the right direction. I was just getting started. And eventually I was like, I'm going to put all my passions together photography content creation writing I loved it all so I was like I'm just going to create my own thing and that worked out very well I sold eight photo shoots in five days but I didn't even have any uh, certification or people didn't really know what I was doing they only saw how I created my own content and they seemed to love it so that was the start of our dream life and that became a, a real um, a real thing when we moved to Curacao. Um, and my husband also was a full-time entrepreneur because when we were still in the Netherlands, he was working for my mother in a restaurant combined with his own videography business. And as of November, it's, it's the real deal. It's very exciting. It's new. It's... Um, yeah, it goes with ups and downs, I would say. But um, the only thing we keep in mind is we really want to do this. We want to have this free and exciting life and mm. we are never going to stop. And then especially over the last, you know, six, seven months, it has been pretty challenging all over the world. Uh, I think in Curacao, we have been quite lucky. We just had a little bit of a lockdown situation that we just came out of. So, um yeah. I personally say that it has been a blessing to be here. Uh, we are still surrounded by, I don't know how many beaches and uh, the beautiful surroundings and the option to, uh, to enjoy this beautiful weather. Um, if I then look a little bit back, um, because Shagor is from uh, Curaçao, you are from the Netherlands. Uh, it's a beautiful combination. Luckily, you speak about the same language. At least one of the languages is crossing over. Um, but if you then go into um, being a minimalist and traveling at the same time, what are the... Because I've met a lot of people that are traveling full time. They are absolutely mm. not minimalists. What does it make for you to be a minimalist and traveling at the same time? Is there a certain, do you feel that you are restricted in that, in, in that sense? Or do you feel almost liberated because you just have your suitcase with the things that you need and that's it? Yeah, that's absolutely how I feel. More liberated. Absolutely. Yes, I just love the fact having this all the stuff I need and nothing more. Yeah. I just I truly love that. I love the fact that I don't have a house. I love the fact that I don't have to go to the IKEA to start shopping for my home. Mm. It's just 
oh, no, <laughs> that's really not what I want. The only thing I was thinking of when I started um, looking um, at my life and started minimizing like in every area of my life, I really did a deep dive into the sustainability subject mm. topic, I would say. And if in terms of traveling, sometimes it really hurts um, to know that from Curaçao, the only option is to fly. From the Netherlands to Curaçao, the only option is to fly. Well, of course, it's not the, yeah, it is the only option because we cannot travel by boat at this moment. Um, on the island, we have to get grab the car all the time. So these kind of things, that hurts, Yeah, to be honest. And also to... In the, in the Netherlands, we are used to a pretty, um, how do you call it, neat or clean place because yeah. the people in the Netherlands, they are used to cleaning their shit, like, <laughs> I would say. And here on the island, I find plastic everywhere. I find trash everywhere and that hurts. But um, at but the that same is more time... On the, that's more on the eco side. That's more like, exactly. uh, yeah. like a little bit eco-warrior inside of you that is confronted with that the culture is different here and that the way that people have been living their yeah. lives or have their habits, that that is, uh, it's very far off what you're used to it, like back in Europe. I do understand a little bit the fact that you have to take the car for basically everything here. If you, um, Especially when I just arrived, the people looked funny at me when I said I would walk from where I live. And I live in the city center to just over the bridge, where it is like five or ten minutes walking from here that the people were looking funny at me. And they're like, why would you walk? You can take the car. I said, why should yeah. I take the car when I can walk? <laughs> exactly. exactly. So the people were looking funny at me because I would walk everything like in the distance of the center. And um, yeah, over here, there is the habit that you take the car for everything because for public everything. transport yeah. is just less, definitely. Yeah, and also because of the weather, I think. It's a little warm these days. It's getting warmer. <laughs> We're lucky in that. It is. It is. <laughs> Did you ever? Because I understand your your whole um, your whole need. You know, you're just traveling around with that what you need, and that's it. What you have, so you don't overflow your suitcase or your luggage with things or uh, souvenirs from places that you've went to because you don't have a house to decorate with it. The souvenirs are mentally. It is moments that you live through. Absolutely. The other day, uh, it's probably two, three days ago, I was in the supermarket and it was on a Saturday. Um, and I was looking around and I was really like, okay, as a minimalist, how do you shop? How do you do your groceries? Because mm -hmm. there were caddies like overflowing with food. And... I know that there is a lot of food going to waste. You as a person uh, who is with that in the back of the mind, you know, the eco-warrior, but also the minimalist, how do you do your shopping, your groceries? Honestly? Yeah? <laughs> not? I almost, I almost never do grocery shopping. 
Um, the thing is, we go out for dinner and for lunch a lot. Okay. Um, well, that's the least weight, I would say, but it's yeah. the most expensive. So sometimes we do need to accept the fact that we just need to go to the supermarket and stop spending so much money on lunches and <laughs> takeaways. Um, but if I do my shopping, I just plan. I just buy the things I know that will yeah. um, will be consumed within a week or so. Yeah. So you make um, a little bit of yeah. a planning. What do I wanna? What do I need this week for food? And you make your planning according to that, and without yeah. letting too much stuff go to a waste. Instead, yeah, of I definitely just, never. Yeah. yeah, because some <laughs> some people have they shop with their eyes. They don't shop with the mind or the thought they are looking and uh you know the 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 shops and the supermarkets they are very smart with that they know how to seduce the customer by letting them yeah. buy certain things uh putting them on certain places in the supermarket so you have more the thing i'm planning ahead uh you know going to be home these amount of days uh, let's take a few things so at least we have uh, food for a few meals in that yeah exactly yeah. and yeah. I must say um, because of being a minimalist and being so aware of it it's so easy because you realize that everything is marketing and all yeah. the stores and all the companies do their utmost best to put everything in front of your nose so I'm just not um, how do you call it um, you don't let yourself be seduced by it that easy? Exactly, because I just know this is the way it works. And I'm like, yeah, if I really truly want to buy something, then I buy it. For example, Tony Chocoloni yeah. is something I buy almost every time I go into the supermarket. <laughs> that's but, a big but secret. That's, <laughs> <laughs> but that's, no, what I mean, it's, it's something I love. It's something yeah. I choose to eat. And for the rest, I just only buy the things... I need because yeah, if if I wouldn't think about it like that, I would buy the whole supermarket. Yeah, yeah, I totally understand what you what what you mean with that. So, uh, yeah, but Tony Chocoloni is a good option. <laughs> <laughs> it's good chocolate. Yeah. One um, must treat himself. <laughs> if you then would um, look at. Eating out in restaurants and minimalism. How do you do that? Is it okay, or is it sort of like I'm putting it? I'm putting the um, the fact that I'm going out for lunch or for dinner or for whatever uh, somewhere else, uh, so I'm not the one that's buying it. Is it then uh, pushing it to another? Uh, to another level that it's somebody else's responsibility to buy according uh, to you know the minimalist rules or uh, ideas I never thought about it like that to it be just honest. popped into my head right now it's really like okay shopping in the supermarket we decide we prepare but if you go to the supermarket it's clear if you go to a restaurant who does the shopping who does the buying I thought it was just like an, an idea that popped into my head. Um, I'm I confronting you with it now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a very good question because I never thought about it like that. It's 
For me, when I go out for dinner or for lunch, mm. there are several reasons why I do it. Mm. First of all, I don't have much time because I work a lot and I want to manage my time as yeah. good as possible. Mm. Second is I'm supporting locals. Yeah. I, I'd rather support locals than supermarkets, to be honest. Yeah. Third is I can choose whatever I want to eat. And most of the time I can eat very healthy. Yeah. Um, also, in, in some countries, it's just things that you cannot get in the supermarket. So that's also a reason why I would do it. And yeah, there's no waste. For me, at that moment, I am not wasting anything. So yeah. mo my mother had a restaurant, a restaurant, and I know that she bought her veggies and her fruit without any plastic. Yeah. So I think, I assume that when you are a restaurant owner, you are an entrepreneur, you have a different mind. Yeah. I mean, the, the restaurants, I assume they are not um, thinking about the environment. That's not the restaurant I would go to. Yeah. So it's basically you're choosing already the restaurants that are aligned with who your customers are, who your clients Definitely. are. So these are more already people that are in sustainability management. Uh, They're thinking more about the environment and they're trying to do the utmost best right now here on the island um, to shop as much local as possible. And with yeah. that as well, of course, reducing uh, any you know unnecessary waste of uh, packaging or things like that. Yeah, yeah but it makes sense. Yeah. So it is the choice of your restaurant that you choose to be close to what your values are and close to what your basically your clients already are uh, that you are coaching with your online uh, programs in that. Yes. I, I try. I really try. It's a circle. Like I try to put it in every yeah. corner area of my life. Yeah. Sometimes consciously, sometimes subconsciously, but that doesn't really. Yeah, matter, but I, th I think I think that there's a certain time that we do get in these choices uh, from the subconsciousness because they are becoming such a habit that you don't have to think about it anymore. And exactly. uh, in the beginning, there might be research and there's a certain time that the research is not needed anymore because, you know, you know, uh, the information, you have everything already. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. Nice yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you know? I have habits in the morning. I probably think everybody has habits and I have gotten into the use of calling them rituals because I just love the word. Um, I love where it comes from. If you go into the little bit into the history of Japan, um, almost everything in their life can be ritualized. Are there certain things in your day, how you love starting your day? What is your favorite way uh, that you can say, I have ritualized this habit so much that it has definitely become a ritual without being, uh, you know, without, without getting into the word religion, because that's something completely different. A ritual is something that's sacred for you every day that you need to, to do to feel whole. 
I wish I could say I have something that I do every day. Um, there, there are certain things that I absolutely do. But my greatest wish is to get up every day with all the aspects of Miracle Morning, including exercise. <laughs> because that's absolutely something I just skip every day. Um, but I would say the ritual is to start with Miracle Morning and choose one or two, choose one or two topics that I feel like doing in the morning. So I mm. would say that's my ritual. So that could either be not getting up before I, I've done a meditation mm. or going outside, enjoy the sun and read a book mm. or um, writing in my journal. Yeah, I would say the only thing I really skip is exercise. <laughs> so. Yeah, but the, 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 you know, there is there is also the nature of uh, the person, and certain things are coming easier to a person than other things. That's yeah, the, I must say I that I've say. all. Yeah, I that's I think is absolutely true. But my issue in my head, my ego is constantly telling you've been working out you've done sports your whole life why did you stop like four years ago why okay and why um, tell it tell us yeah. why now we're getting curious <laughs> i think honestly i've always had a very good what is condition the english word condition yeah, good yeah? yeah i don't know <laughs> um it always was so good. I needed to practice a few times for running a half a marathon. I, it it just didn't cost too much energy. And it was always good if I went running. It all came easily. If I wanted to go dancing, it all came easily. Mm. And as soon as I quit, I think I'm just afraid to start again. Because I'm afraid that I just cannot do anything anymore. Because it's been such a long time. I don't know. It, it's just something that came up right now. But I've been postponing it. And the thing is, I don't really know exactly what to do. Because on, this, on the one hand, I think I want to do something that I'm able to do everywhere. So I would say I put on YouTube and do a guided workout. Mm. Or I will search, like, I've been to your yoga class. Like, I search for a yoga teacher in every country and I do yoga. Mm. That could be one thing, or I go running, or I just go out and dance. I just don't know. I don't really have the feeling that I still have one thing I love very much. And no, that doesn't it have takes to be one time. thing. Yeah, but it I think if you, thing, want but... To, if you want to incorporate movement uh, into, uh, into your life, into your day, you have to choose something that you like doing because then the effort is gone. It doesn't cost you a lot of effort to do so. Um, but I, I think same, I just need to do a five minute dance. <laughs> there we go. Then dance on Shakira every morning and you're fine. Yeah. Just take a little boogie woogie, take a little hula hoop in there and that's <laughs> In my suitcase. <laughs> Uh, maybe they have, I don't know, foldable hula hoops. <laughs> that, that would be nice. That would or be just nice, put yeah. it on the suitcase. Yeah. Yeah. yeah or a, or a rope. On the suitcase. Like, yeah, yeah. Definitely. 
Um, mm. I really like that thought of, yeah, okay, not really knowing at the moment what would be then the physical exercise that you would resonate with that would not cost you any effort to do. And at the moment, it's also, you can say it is almost fine uh, not to do it. As long as you feel good yourself and you know for yourself you feel good, uh, it yeah. will come eventually. And what you can see then that, even though you do have certain things that are rituals or habits, healthy habits that you have created for yourself, you just choose per day uh, which one it is going to, going to be. Instead of being very strict and daily needing to do the same things, it just becomes something different every day. But it is uh, creating a form of mind. It doesn't let me rephrase it. Does it create a form of mindfulness for you? Of becoming aware of goals, dreams, uh, knowing where you want to go that day. Is, it that, is that the purpose behind it? Knowing where you want to go? While doing exercise? No, uh, like doing writing or doing a meditation. Oh, or, oh, yeah. oh, oh. I thought you wanted to ask if the exercise would be a mindful moment for myself. Um, definitely, they all are. Meditating is, uh, for me, most of the time, a way to start my day right and to be to wake up consciously, mm. to really remember that I am consciousness. Mm. Um, writing is actually a combination of writing down how I feel, writing down what I would like to manifest and my to-do list. Oh, and also things I'm grateful for. But mm. most of the time I do that in the evening to close off the day. Mm, yeah, reading. Yeah, that's part of personal development, but it's also very mindful, of course. What else do we have? Affirmations? There's Visualization? Not. There we go. There we go. Because you yeah. you, you are a, a um, do I say an avid believer or uh, the law of attraction is sort of your middle name. Can we say Malou, mm. the law of attraction a bit? <laughs> it is uh, something that keeps you quite busy. I do definitely believe in it, uh, that where we focus on, um, that uh, generates stronger and stronger energy and that we are attracting to ourselves uh, that what we focus on. So is it a part of that law of attraction as well to keep for you in that uh, vibration of thinking of those things that are important and attracting into your energy more of that where you are focusing on going to? Mm, I must say, at this moment, I am definitely focusing on the vibration. So mm. how do I feel? Because mm. I'm kind of... Every day I do something small, you know? Okay. Because I know that I can manifest everything I think about I'm manifesting for the future. But I'm now practicing manifesting like the small things in life, I would say. Mm. Um, 
on a daily basis by checking in into my vibration, how I feel. Mm. For example, last Thursday, you might have seen it on our stories. It was crazy. We went to Klein Curaçao by boat. Mm. And on our way back, I told the people, you must all think about seeing a dolphin. And I'm yeah. sure we will manifest seeing a dolphin. But I knew that thinking about it is most of the time not enough. Mm. So what did I do? I just really stepped into that feeling of laughing really out loud, feeling what I would feel if we have truly manifested seeing a dolphin. And I just mm. started laughing. And I was like, this is how I will feel. This is what it will be like. And I think it really was between two and five minutes after I went through this laughing out loud situation mm -hmm. that we saw the dolphin. That's and really I was amazing. like... I just know it works like this. Yeah. And looking back at my life, I truly, all the bad situations, I look back at them and think, yeah, that's manifested. I just know it and yeah. I'm using it for the good now, but I'm truly practicing the feeling and the vibration and mm. getting into the feeling of how it would feel like if I would have it or, yeah, would receive it and then. I don't know, it happens faster somehow. Yeah, well, this is what I really love that, that when I saw the stories of the dolphin, I really loved it. I said, yeah, she did it. <laughs> but she it's, did it. it's she did it. Just she did it. <laughs> um, I definitely believe in the fact that we are attracting uh, what we focus on. And um, I definitely teach about that as well when I'm teaching my classes. Um, very often these days, I'm even skipping out on the fact, let go of that what is no longer serving you. Because the mm -hmm. moment I say it, people think about it, and I don't want them even to bring that up anymore. So I'm just asking them to focus on where what they are inviting in their lives of energy, of feeling, uh, of thoughts, and to focus on that. And that is then their intention for their practice, maybe for that day or for a longer time. Uh, because very I cool. think that words are very powerful in the moment that we keep on talking about things that we do not want anymore, we give it energy we give it life and you don't want to give it life anymore. Exactly. At least, I don't think so. If you, yes. if you focus on what you don't want, you get more of what you don't want. There we go. Yeah. So attract, focus on that where you do want to go and, you know, receive these vibrations, strengthen these vibrations into there. Um, you just mentioned before a little bit that you are, uh, sometimes reading in the morning, you say it's like self-development. Do you also uh, read for fun or is it purely for uh, for developing yourself? Yeah, the second one. Second one. Actually, okay. I never read for fun. I'm not this uh, novel uh, kind of girl. Yeah, yeah you're, not, just, you're not the one that we can uh, trick on the beach somewhere with a novel in her hands and with beautiful no. sunglasses on. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, if by no, now no. Um, you could sit down with someone who inspires you or has inspired you in the past or is inspiring you at this point, and it can be somebody who is 
still alive, somebody maybe passed on to other dimensions. It could be a writer, it could be a movie maker. Who would you like to pick to sit down with, have a conversation, maybe drink a tea or a cocktail or a virgin cocktail with him or her? <laughs> Who would it be? The first one that came to mind is Sadhguru. Okay. Why? I'm pronouncing it correctly. Yeah, yeah, Sadhguru is, is good. Um, what would you ask him? What would you talk about? Hmm. Yeah. You know, I have this vision on life that if we truly realize that we are not our body, not our hand, that that's the only thing we need to know. Mm. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. And I think he is the one, well, of course, Tony Robbins in his way is to a person that teaches it very well. But I think Saiguru is, is one of the best teachers out there who really can explain extremely well uh, the difference between, I would say, mind, body and soul. Mm. So that's, yeah, maybe it's also because I've been listening to his videos the past days a lot. So that's why it comes up. Um, yeah, that must be somebody who inspires you anyway. So, it, it, you know, it's, it's, that is fine uh, to mention his name. He is an inspiration for many. Um, would you say he's an inspiration of explaining mind, body, soul in a very clear way? Um, what would you ask him? Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I think I'm at this point. Um, where I really wish to learn to be. No, it is. Yeah, it's partly true. On the one side, I think. I am very conscious and I can just switch it like this and say, hey, Malou, this is your ego talking. Mm. And on the other hand, my husband, he was asking me something today and I was like, oh, I'm not, I'm not conscious about this thing. It's like a certain habit I have of wanting to protect people, especially my family. So mm. my husband, my brother, whatever, whoever. And I do this in a... I would say maybe a bit bossy way mm. or a yeah, very protective way. Like yeah. this is the right way to do it. So protect yourself. But it's, it's ego, you know, yeah. it's, it's not who I wish to be. And when he told me that I was like, wow, I'm living so conscious and still I'm doing this while I don't want to be like this. And so mm. I think I would ask him, how does he, hmm, how does he become aware of his habits in the moment? Is that the right yeah. question? Yeah. Mm. Well, becoming more aware of what your actions or the chosen words that you speak out at that right moment. And that probably is, uh, is practice. 
practice. Mm -hmm. um, but already the fact that you become aware of that that is happening, uh, you're already halfway there because the awareness is yeah. life. Yes, but the thing, okay, and now we get to the point because that's important. It's not the first time that he told me that. And mm. I was aware, but still it's a, it's really a habit. It's a pattern mm. I'm sticking to for some reason. So I would say it's the hardest thing to let go because I didn't really come to the bottom of it. Why am I doing this? Mm. Why am I so protective about certain people? Um, well, I think yeah. it, it makes you very human. human yeah, but apparently human people humane. don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you, do, you don't do it on purpose. And it's not done out of anything else than love. Um, and yes, out of love, people can get very protective. So maybe yeah. no, they don't like it, but you know the space where it comes from. It's not a it's not a bad space. It's absolutely not a bad space. And no, I think it, realizing these parts uh, as well that it doesn't come from a bad intention or it's not done on purpose. It is a reaction, and you know it's like the primal reaction in there. So, um, but it's a nice conversation probably to have with somebody like Sadguru and sit down with him, have a probably a tea. Uh, uh, gee, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and ask him uh, this kind of question sometimes I read books or uh, I watch a documentary or I watch a movie and something inspires me a lot and then I said oh my god this would so awesome just to sit down with this person and ask him or her that that or that just because we can and um, very often, of course, this is not possible, but then still it's nice to think about it and, you know, to, uh, to work out a little bit that question, definitely. Yeah. So what was your last moment that you thought it? Uh, that was with the last book I read, which was from Matthew McConaughey, uh, Green Light. And I talked two or three weeks ago with uh, Jaffer Hussain on a podcast as well. And he had exactly the same book. Um, he was listening into the audiobook, which he loved. And I started the audiobook this weekend as well. And it's just as if you can read into his mind. He's just telling all these memories from him. And there's quite some wisdom in there. And it would just be great you know, sitting down probably somewhere out in, I don't know, in Texas or so, uh, looking <laughs> over the beautiful fields there um, and just asking him random stuff because he's got quite a light uh, or an easy um, way of giving his insights away everything that he learned about. It's very grounding, it's very straight to the point. And I hope just a lot of people are picking up on that. Uh, that you know, not all the wisdom has to be a lot of flu-flu and 
you know, <laughs> uh, the purple and orange ropes from um, the far east. It can also be just like straight to the point and coming from someone else. Um, yeah, I just love to read. So uh, books are my good friend. <laughs> They're very good friends. Nice. Are you... Um, do you have maybe uh, to close this beautiful conversation to an end um, some words of wisdom for all the eco warriors, um, the minimalist travelers, um, the people that fit into your tribe? Because probably there's quite some people listening into this episode that are definitely <laughs> part of that. Um, do you have anything you would like to share from your wisdom towards them? I would love to say the only focus you need to have in a day is to focus on happiness. The happiness mm. that comes from the inside. I love that. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's the greatest lesson in our life that if we know how to be happy, we can we can do everything. We can do everything. I think these are beautiful words to end today's conversation with. Um, I thank you a lot. Where can people find you? Where can they find you? Well, absolutely on Instagram, as you said. Um, Malu Devitt is my personal business account. And I have a larger account with my husband. We are, um, yeah, we have a travel account, I would say, and we do lots of storytelling there. So um, the, I think you might link it as well, don't you? Definitely. I'm going to put it in the show notes. <laughs> so there is no typos in there. Um, definitely going to put that in the show notes. People going to connect with you over there. Um, I'm thanking you a lot. Uh, I'm I wishing thank you, you a lot. A happy sunset in our beautiful Dushi Korsu. <laughs> and that's about the time that's starting right now. And I'm looking forward to see you soon again in person to give you a yes, next Saturday. Yes, we are going supporting on Saturday. That would be great. Yay, that's so cool. Amazing. Thank you very much for this conversation. And I would love to hear it again. <laughs> So um, thank you. Keep up the good work. Keep on spreading awareness. And, uh, I'll see you soon. Bye.